Hello, hello, and welcome to the Genesis podcast, weekly conversations with me, your host, Sharon. I'm a Christian business and mindset coach. I'm over on Instagram at it's Sharon Elena. And here we chat weekly about all things to do with navigating online business as a Christian creator, living out God's design and walking as a disciple in this current age. Now, it's been a few weeks. And so I'm I'm totally lying when I say weekly. Well, yeah, I'm not lying. I've just, I've had COVID and it's not been very fun. I had it and now my daughter has it and it feels like it's been going on forever. My brain has been pooped. It's finally okay, but here we are (laughs) and I am ready and looking forward to this chat, looking forward to keeping up weekly And today I wanted to chat about building a community online as a small business owner, building a community online as a Christian business owner, what that looks like, how I transformed the way that I built my online community and what that meant for me in regards to the effort that I put into building it and also in regards to the people I attracted whilst building this. So I'd recently thought of this term, love at first like community, to describe the community that I currently have. Now, what a love at first like community is, is a community that instantly feels like they know you. They instantly feel like they could be your friend and you instantly feel the same. It's like you have recognized like in each other. And where this idea came from was I hate, I, <laughs> I've i always had a love-hate relationship with social media. I love it because of the endless opportunities there are and the connections that you can make and the friends and the relationships that you can build. And, and I love it for its artistry. I love it for learning. I use social media for a lot of things. But I do not like it because I feel like it breeds a lot of narcissism. It can be very pointless. It can be it can be very addictive, obviously. And it builds a consumerist mindset for those who are not being intentional with their usage. And so, yes, I've always had this love-hate relationship with it. And in my offline world, I have been given this thing from the Lord where... I can know pretty quickly, like within minutes, if I'm going to be lifelong friends with someone. And that is crazy to me. (laughs) It's crazy, but it's also amazing. And it means that I make very fast friends with people and I know whether we're going to be good friends or not. Like I can just tell from their like vibe, whether this is like a real friendship or whether it's going to be a surface level friendship within like the first conversation and within like minutes of the first conversation, which is like awesome. So, so good. And what I really wanted was to have that same thing online. And I knew I had this vision of like, building a community of people that I just vibed with and just vibed with me and I'm really sorry that I'm using that word (laughs) I vibe with um no I'm really sorry I like I I can't find another word for it but like a, a community that I like just really meshed with 
and they really meshed well with me. It was just genuine and not having to pretend. For me, that was something that was really, really important because I, in my own life, I have lots of friends, but I have, they're in like different circles. They're not, I don't have a group of friends, a big group of friends as per se. I have lots of little friends that are like everywhere. And I envisioned that my platform online would look kind of the same, just like little groups of different, very different people that are all just being kind of brought together. And I knew or had this sense that as long as I was building my business in a way that I felt like I had to hide my opinions or I had to change my tone in regards to like my writing or I was trying to emulate the writing of other people because I saw that that was what was working for them. Trying to emulate what they were doing so that I could achieve that same level of success. And I'm saying that very openly because it's true. (laughs) I didn't always have my eyes on what I was doing I spent a lot of time in this consumerist mindset and that's why I say it can be so dangerous and because because I recognize it within myself that I was not very intentional about the way that I use social media and it ended up being something for me where I was constantly just kind of taking, 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 learning, learning, learning and it wasn't until I cut myself off from looking left and right, looking to what others were doing and just more so focusing on where the Lord had given me influence and what I had been through and how I could speak to people exactly where they were at, not in such a way that other people were speaking to their audiences, but in the way that the Lord wanted me to speak to them. And so suddenly it wasn't so much about me and me trying to build this really successful business that looked like other coaches within my space but it was suddenly me being who the Lord has called me to be and speaking to those who the Lord had given me access to speaking to people who are where previously I've been or who are where I am right now and who have the same core belief they have the same values they value things like authenticity they value what it means to walk out business as a Christian. And I do think it can end up being very stifling when you are constantly looking and analyzing what you're doing, what others are doing, what you're doing, others are doing, and comparing it. And I understand that it comes from a place of wanting to learn, wanting to do the best that you can do but we do hurt our own integrity when we're doing this. That's not, I don't think that that's very hard to see, but of course you're going to hurt your own integrity and your own authenticity by trying to emulate the success of others. And for us as Christians, I think it's really important to like come back to the drawing board and come back to foundationally. Why am I looking at someone else and what they're doing and trying to emulate that. I'm going to speak on this on two fronts. As a coach, your goal shouldn't be to help someone. 
emulate the success of yourself or anybody else. The goal should be for you to help them steward what they've been given to make a success of that. And it shouldn't be about you trying to copy and paste what you've done. It should always be reflective of them and who they are. And then on the other side of it, I think that when you're looking at someone else's success and you're trying to emulate it because you one desire what they have or you think oh wow like I, I want to do something like that because you admire it I think the good question to ask well is the Lord calling you to the same people is he calling you to go on the same journey and if there's anything I know about the Lord it's that he doesn't expect the same thing from all of us and although we've been called to a certain standard for the way that we live our lives I know there is plenty of freedom within that standard and there's plenty of freedom of expression and that he's given each of us different gifts and different responsibilities to steward and the more that you steward what you've been given the more that he gives in return and it's not that hard to understand I think that what happens is if you get so stuck looking at other people who are really like they're crushing it they're doing so well in their business if you get so stuck in looking at people who are a lot further along then that can end up stifling you at the stage that you're at because you then are trying to operate and emulate the the operations of those people who are a lot further along and you're, you're trying to replicate their results but it's all by force because you're not where they are and so I think it's really important to really often come back to the Lord and take these thoughts captive that are going on in your, your mind. There's something to observing the thoughts that come into your head and looking at them objectively and not having so much emotion around them, but just looking at them and questioning, oh, where did that thought come from? Like, why do I feel that way? Or like you you have like, you're feeling this emotion. You're like, oh, why am I feeling like that? And bringing it to the Lord and letting him really renew your mind so that you're operating out of his foundation as opposed to operating out of your own understanding and your own mental baggage and so going back to building a love at first like community there are a few components to this it starts with looking at you and the gifts that the Lord has given you looking at the way that you speak looking at the things that interest you looking at things that differentiate you from others within your industry and really leaning into those things and then looking at the people who you're talking to and that's looking at their pain points that's looking at the their goals that's looking at why what is blocking them from getting to where they need to be and so you look at both of those things and you marry them and so I looked at my ideal clients and I know that for my community they really value authenticity because they've done things the fake way and as much as they might like that on the surface and they might like appreciate a good curated aesthetic they also appreciate realness and they know that the people they want to work with 
aren't going to shy away from their opinions because they are able to show up authentically. And those are the clients that I'm attracting right now is those who don't want to have to perform. They are done with it. They know that that's not going to work for them. And they know that it will only ever keep them stuck at a certain level. And so my advice to you as a business owner who wants to build a love at first light community is to start with understanding what are your core beliefs? What are your core values? Asking yourself, what does that mean? And how does that translate into the way that I approach the world? For me, if I believe that Jesus is Lord, and like that's one of my core values is that I take this biblical worldview how does that affect the way that I um I approach the coaching industry well it's completely different it's completely different because suddenly I know that this business is not actually about me that means if I have a biblical worldview I automatically um claiming that I am in union with the spirit of God and so this business is no longer just about me but it's actually me operating if I choose to with the will of God and what he wants to do with it and and suddenly I'm not my own boss it's it's him it's not me operating this out of my own will but me operating this business because I know that it'll bring glory to him and me choosing to carry a certain spirit of excellence in the way that I approach my business is because this isn't just about me this is so much bigger and the way that he works is with this ecosystem and so if I apply that principle it's not just about me it's about me impacting some sort of change in someone else so they can impact some sort of change within someone else and it's all God's work none of it's mine and the only reason that I'm even focusing on my core beliefs and my values is because I know that that's going to attract the people that the Lord wants me to serve it's not me attracting people that I'm not meant for and so I know that if I'm being authentic and authentic as in like who the Lord has called me to be then I know that I can't go wrong with the people who are coming into my space. It's this marriage between me and my core beliefs and what I have to offer and my ideal client and where they're at and their needs and what they need to hear at that point in time and so that's the way to build a community that's going to love you for you and you're going to love them for them (laughs) you're serving them and meeting them where they're at in a way that's true to yourself you're not having to force anything that's not there personal branding should always be a true reflection of who you are and not you trying to create something out of nothing. So that's my little tidbit (laughs) about um, building a love at first light community. And I'm so, so glad to be back and chatting with you all. 
so I hope that you've enjoyed this third episode of The Genesis and I will chat to you very, very soon. Take care.